Hey guys, what's up? Hope you guys are having a great day today. And welcome back to the Matthew Spazzini program. If this is the first time you're joining us, you know, here we talk about entrepreneurship and economics, which kind of covers trading, investing, entrepreneurship, and economics, as you guys would imagine. And we talk about becoming financially free by con taking control of the source of your income. Now, the main reason we talk about this is primarily because it is my belief that you don't fix the world through politics and voting and things like that, which the vast majority of the world believes that you do. You fix the world by focusing on you. And by focusing on you, you will ultimately be able to leave your country in the event that a dictator takes control or you think that the regulations are too stringent on investments or your business or things like that. If there's any reason that you feel that you don't want to live in a country, you can up and move and go to another country that's going to treat you better and your finances better. So that's the main idea behind it. We, we stop pointing the finger at other people and we stop pointing the finger at politics and we start pointing the finger at ourselves and we start asking ourselves, what can we do to fix the problems that we're at? And I think it's a very empowering message. So that's basically what we do here. That's what this show is more mostly about. And to be completely honest, it's not that we don't talk about politics. We of course do, but it's not really the main purview of the show. You know, it's financial freedom and economics. So that being said, guys, today I wanted to talk with you about something that's just been really, really, you know, I don't know. It's been really bugging me a lot late recently. And it's this whole thing that with all the coronavirus, sorry, I, I can't say that term seriously without saying in a, a humorous manner, the coronavirus with all that stuff going around, every time you hear a commercial or you read an email, there's all these companies, there's all these people saying, we're all in this together. We're all in this together. And to be completely honest with you, it drives me nuts. It drives me crazy. I hate it so much because like, no, we are not all in this together. When have we ever all been in this together? Now, before you start to, you know, think I'm a jerk by saying that, let me explain. Look, the world doesn't work where we all focus on each other and we're all in this together type of thing. That's a collectivist mindset. That's not an individualist mindset, right? And that that's not the way the world works. Now, I know idealistically many people want it to work that way, but that's not the reality. That's never been the reality. And in all honesty, I think that we're not all in this together. And I absolutely hate it when I hear people, you know, talk about how that have this collectivist mindset that we're all in this together. We must help everybody. We must help each other. It's like, no, we look after us and our own, me and mine. So I take care of my family. I take care of my, my relatives, maybe my friends. You know, we all come together in that sense. You know, the family unit comes together in that sense, but I'm not in this with my neighbor. 
And in all honesty, you know, I'm not really in this with anyone unless they're a family member or friend. So no, we're not all in this together and we've never been. And I really wanted to try to relate this to two different theories or two different uh, philosophies. And this was that was promoted by Ayn Rand and her objectivist life view or philosophy. And then Adam Smith in his Wealth of Nations. They, I think, talked about this very, very well. You see, when people talk about we're on the, in this together, lots of really bad government and economic policies have been adopted because of the saying. Now, granted, I mean, they would have done it one way or the other, but they use this ideology of we're all in this together. We all have to help each other. We have to help the businesses by giving them stimulus packages. We got to help the people that lost their jobs by giving stimulus packages. We got to print billions of dollars and give it to companies via the bond market because once again, we're all in this together and we got to help them. If they go down, we all go down. That's not true. That is not true. We are not all in this together. And I'm sick and tired of that. I'm sick and tired. You look after you and yours. And I'll look after me and mine. And that's it. If there's a reason we need to come together and collaborate for any particular purpose, then fine. We'll, we'll have to analyze it and see if it's really necessary. But we're not all in this together. No, we're not. And I hate it so much has gone wrong and it can and a lot of it is tied to this type of mentality that we can't let people fail that we can't let people soak in the pain of their own poor decisions now i'm not talking about covid-19 right i'm talking about the businesses that didn't plan the businesses that don't have savings for a rainy day the businesses that have way more debt than they should have why should i we as a people have to suffer for them why why should we take our taxpayer dollars and give it to them so they don't go under? What, to save a couple hundred jobs? If that, maybe a couple thousand? I, I'm sorry, I, I don't think that that's necessary. I, I don't think it's okay. No, if, you, if they didn't plan accordingly, then there's nothing we can do. They need to fail. If we start living in a society, in, in a, an economy that doesn't allow people to fail, then we won't have productive businesses. We won't have, you know, really, really good entrepreneurs who come up with products and services that enhance everybody else's life. And that raises all of our standards of living. We won't have that. We will have in economics what is called rent seekers. People who seek to, for regulations to make them more or less a monopoly where they don't have to provide really, really good products. I think this is actually uh the whole rent seeking idea has been around for a long time. This whole economic term has been around for a very long time. But there's a really great series called uh the global beast that is the economy. Anyways, go check it out on, on Amazon. And it's it's a really, really great great series where they explain rent seeking very well. You see, they use government regulation to take control of a big chunk of the market of their industry. So what they do is they use regulations that allow them to become so big and so strong. They can charge whatever prices they want. They can buy up all the other companies nearby them so that those companies can't compete against them. You see this happening all the time, particularly in big tech. I mean, Google bought YouTube. YouTube used to be its own thing and now Google owns them. This happens all the time. And when you have rent seekers who use the government 
to gain power and control and ultimately to become huge, they could charge whatever prices they want. The quality of their product or service can go down. It doesn't matter. You have no choice. You have to go to them. There's no, there's no one else to go to. This is quintessentially what rent seeking is all about. That being said, though, that's what would happen if we don't allow businesses to fail. Not only that, but we will have unprofitable, crappy businesses that will drain the economy, that will drain every one of their finances because we have to, they have to keep stealing money from us because, you know, taxation is theft. And they got to keep stealing money from us in order to keep those businesses afloat. This is not the type of country we want to live in. That said, though, how I want to tie Adam Smith and Ayn Rand into all this is that they both proposed this idea that we would all pursue our own self-interest. Ayn Rand in spe specifically. Adam Smith, I don't know if he actually put it in the terms of self-interest exactly, but he basically said that it is not the benevolence of the butcher or the baker that encourages them to make their products and services and to help other people and provide that value to their customers. No, 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 no. It's because they're looking after their own self-interest. It is for themselves. They want to eat. They need to make money. They want to provide for their families. And they want to produce wealth so that they can continue to live a better life. It is not out of benevolence. It is out of their own, of them seeking their own self-interest. The invisible hand is what Adam Smith t uh, created the term for. That's Adam Smith's term, the invisible hand. Whereas everybody is pursuing their own self-interest, creating their own products and services to offer to everybody, those products and services are going to lift everybody else's standard of living as well as the person creating it. And if the product or service sucks, then people don't buy it. It's the invisible hand that manages everything. You don't need a government. You don't need a central planner. You don't need bureaucrats. The economy and the markets do it all by themselves just based off of consumer sentiment. Now, Ayn Rand talked about very similar, a very similar ideology, which she referred to as objectivism. Now, there's a whole lot of philosophical stuff about Ayn Rand that I don't 100% understand. And I'm still kind of in the midst of researching and understanding it. But one of the basic things that she talks about is how we are all trying to pursue our own self-interest. We're not focusing on other people, nor should we. We're not focusing on being altruistic, nor should we. We focus on ourselves. And if we focus on ourselves, other people will benefit off of what we're doing. Family, friends, you build a business, you can hire your family. You can hire your friends. Maybe you can buy a big house that where family or, or can live in. Things of that nature. You can help people in, in their troubled times if they're having a really hard time financially. You can help them with jobs. You can help them with all kinds of stuff. But you can't do that unless you have money, unless you focus on yourself. So it was not within your own self-interest to be altruistic and to help the collective and help other people in your community. No, 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 no. It is within your self-interest to focus on you and your development. Now, this doesn't mean you're you go off and you're a jerk and you completely ignore people and you totally ignore charity. I think that it is within our self-interest to engage in charity. I mean, I'm a Christian. Of course, of course I'm going to say that. 
That's how what I believe in. I believe very heavily in charity. But charity to me is really a a rather selfish thing. We don't engage in charity because it makes us feel bad. We engage in charity because it makes us feel good. We engage in charity because we emotionally feel good when we can help somebody else out. Charity is a wonderful thing. But again, you wouldn't do it. I'm not going to give people money if I'm struggling with my finances. And in the end, look, when it comes to being self-interested, being your self-interest is largely subjective. But I believe that what is within most people's self-interests, most people don't understand. They don't understand what's within their self-interest. Some people say, well, I don't really want to go help that person because I don't really view it as within my own self-interest. My own self-interest is staying home and working on my own thing. But it's like, but look, you've been working on your own thing for a while. Helping that person could actually be very helpful. A, they might be able to be willing to help you. And if nothing else, it'll make you feel good. It'll make you feel wonderful. And you also know from my perspective, right? I'm a Christian, so I believe that it is within my self-interest to go help out my neighbor, or it is within my self-interest to go help out my family members, because I believe that I'm storing up treasures in heaven and things of that nature. If you're not a Christian, you're not going to understand that. But for me, it's it's part of who I am. I'm no by no means a perfect Christian. But that but I absolutely believe this. It, it, it is a part of me. It's part of my identity. Now, that being said, how does all this relate to uh, COVID-19 and the coronavirus? Well, we're not all in this together. We should be focusing on ourselves. And by focusing on ourselves, we will all help the whole COVID-19 situation go by a lot smoother. If I go over and help somebody else, that person might be sick. I might be sick. What if I had the virus and not even known it? Now, granted, there's a lot of arguments and there's not enough conclusive evidence to to uh, definitively say that you are contagious, even though you're non-symptomatic. So you're an asymptomatic carrier. There is there's not enough conclusive evidence to say that that is the way that it is. Granted, it appears to be that way, but there's not enough conclusive evidence to say that. Okay. It's really, really, really important to understand. Now, what is possible is that someone could have like a, a low grade vi- a low grade fever and they could be going out. But aside from the low grade fever, that's it. So they had a symptom. It just wasn't very severe. And then they went off and got other people sick by going out and touching things at the grocery stores or things of that nature. That could be definitely a situation, but that's not really, um, that's not really the purview of, of this, of this episode. Guys, all in all, by focusing on ourselves, by making sure that we're safe and we're taken care of and that our families and our friends are taken care of and are safe, you will ultimately make the world, you, you will help everything. You'll help everybody by focusing on you. We are not all in this together. By me focusing on my family, my daughter and my wife. And then also my parents and my in-laws. By me focusing on us, we can keep each other safe. You know, we can decide whether or not we want to self-isolate. If you choose to, you and your family don't want to self-isolate, then you don't have to. But focus on the safety of your own family and of yourself. 
focus on you, you don't need to worry about the person down the street or the person you're passing on the the walking trail you don't need to worry about the old people the older generation because they're the ones that have been getting hit hardest with this if you focus on yourself a lot of those problems will be solved a lot of those issues if we start focusing on other people maybe we don't decide to get out of the house when we should and we're going stark crazy and we're, we're just being miserable we're not treating our family right we're not treating anyone else and we just really need to get out but we don't want to get out because oh well i'm afraid of getting you know some person sick you know and let's say we don't get out and something I, I don't I don't really even know exactly but let's say that you, know, you and your you and your family have a fight right and instead of focusing on you and yourself and start worrying about other people and and the impact of it all you can cause more problems in your family and your family will cause more problems and the fa the problems that are within your family will cause problems in other people's families like your parents and your siblings let's say you don't get out go to the grocery store right because you're too afraid of getting other people sick but your family needs something desperately well, what are the consequences of that what if it's food i mean odds are no no one's not going to go into the grocery store and they're going to starve but still what if you need something and you decide not to go into the grocery store your family is going to suffer for that and if your family suffers for it then somebody else may have to buy it for you and go into the grocery store for you look we are not all in this together. It is not my responsibility. I mean, let's start talking about this from a business perspective, financial perspective. It's not my responsibility to ensure that that person ha maintains their job. It is not my responsibility, nor is it my family's responsibility to ensure or to be concerned with the jobs of other people or the financial well-being of other people. It is my responsibility to ensure that I don't end up in those bread lines, to ensure that I'm doing everything that I can to provide income so that I don't take necessary resources that are needed by people who genuinely need it. It is my responsibility to stay out of the bread lines so that there's more bread to go around. It is my responsibility to stay out of the soup lines for the exact same reason. It is my responsibility to ensure that I have money so that if I want to give to charity, then I can. But if I don't want to give to charity, then I'm not obligated to do so because I have my own family to take into consideration. Again, when I'm saying that we're not all in this together, again, I'm not saying against charity and things of that nature, okay? That's not what I'm talking about. I am talking about how this notion that we all have to come together as one community, this collectivist body, and we all have to help each other. No. No. You focus on yourself. And by doing that, by focusing on yourself, by focusing on your human capital, your skills, by focusing on earning money for yourself and your family, by taking control of the source of your income, by managing your finances well, by focusing on yourself, you will help others. You just may not see it, but you are. If you stay out, if you stay inside and you, st and you don't go out to the restaurant and you don't get sick through this whole thing, then you didn't contribute to going to the hospitals.
You didn't contribute to bogging down the hospitals, which there are lots of hospitals across the entire country right now. They're perfectly fine. Only select areas have had issues like New York City and New Jersey and places of that. But, you know, everywhere, everyone else has been okay. I mean, most hospitals aren't even being used up hardly at all. So I'm not even trying to say, but still, let's assume you believed that the hospitals were really bogged down it, and you're like, well, I don't really want to contribute to that. So it's your responsibility to focus on yourself and your health. Now, if that means that you are sick and you have to go into the hospital, it's better for you to do that than to stay at home and get the rest of your family sick. It's better. I mean, then it's not just you that's sick. Now it's like five other people if you live in a big family. And if you choose not to go into the hospital at all and you end up passing away, what kind of effect would that have? Do you think that would have a better effect? So look, focusing on yourself and what you and your family need and what's important to you and your family is the ultimate thing. We are not all in this together. And, and by all means, collaborate with neighbors if it, if it seems that it's a good idea to do so. If there are good reasons for it, right? I'm not trying to say don't do that. I, I'm, I really hope I'm trying to get this idea crossed well. I, I, it's a difficult idea for a lot of people to really come up or to really understand. And I think it's hard for me to describe it because perhaps the terminology I'm using is not the, the most uh, descriptive. It's, it's not the most helpful. But you know, I'm trying to describe it the best I can. But if you focus on yourself you will make the situation better. If you focus on your family, you will make the situation better. This is very much what Ayn Rand talked about. I'm actually currently reading The the, Vir the Virtues of Selfishness, I think is the, the title. It's a, it's a small little book. I didn't want to read The Fountainhead, and I didn't really want to read uh, Atlas Shrugged. I mean, I actually watched the videos of Atlas Shrugged a while ago. Oh my gosh, they were the, they're on Amazon, by the way. And there's like four different movies, four different parts for the entire series. I have to be honest, it was so painful to watch. It really was. I wouldn't recommend it. It was so bad. I don't think I could honestly recommend it to anyone. Even though I think the ideas behind it are good, the acting was just so bad. The very first movie wasn't the worst, although it was bad. It was very bad quality, but it wasn't the worst. It was actually tolerable. The second movie, again, not the worst, but still somewhat tolerable. But you could definitely tell it started going downhill from there very quickly. And then it, and the, the 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 third and the fourth were just when it was just so painful. You just wanted to laugh through the whole thing. It was awful. But the ideas, it's much better than reading a 1,700-page book, which is, I think, what it is. It, I, I think. I think it would be better than reading that whole thing. I, I simply don't have the time. Now, granted, there's audiobooks, and I, I would consider going through the audiobook as long as it has a good narrator and whatnot on it. But I, you know, let's be honest. All right. It's, it's not a book the vast majority of people are going to be reading. But it, the virtues of selfishness, and I, I don't think she should have used the term selfishness. I think Ayn Rand should have used the term self-interest. And in my opinion, there's a difference between the two. And, you know, I'll have to do an episode on that later. But there's a difference between the two. Someone who is acting, you know, self-interest is really more of a positive thing that people should be engaging in because it benefits other people, not just that, that individual person. Whereas selfishness only benefits one person and hurts everybody else. 
And uh, we, again, we'll go more in depth with that whole idea later on. But the main idea here is that if we focus on ourselves and we don't focus on other people and everyone else and worry about, oh, I don't want to get everybody else sick and things of this nature, you know, focus on getting yourself sick or not getting you sick. Focus on, you know, making sure that your finances are stable. And by doing this, you will not become a burden to other people that are that are directly affected by your well-being. And you also won't contribute to, to taking away resources that other sick people will use. So again, by focusing on yourself, you are in many ways, you're not being altruistic, but by focusing on you and your family and not focusing on the fact that we're all in this together, you will help everybody. You will help your family get through this. And by doing so, will help this whole process go through very smoothly. The whole issue, you'll get through it in a much smoother manner than if you were worried constantly about other people, about the country, about the economy, things of that nature. So do yourself a favor and focus on yourself. Focus on your family. Focus on your friends. But no, we are not all in this together. I am not in this with some person I've never met, and neither are you. I don't think that we should close up the economy for the sake of the older generation, because we're going to kill people in the older generation by doing that. Again, unintended consequences, right? But that's what's going to happen. More people will die by closing up the economy. I've talked about this at length in, in another episode. Who's tracking the deaths that are caused by the economy closing up? What about cancer patients who didn't have the money or, or couldn't get into the hospital because the hospitals were redirecting their funds elsewhere? You know, that actually happened in the 2008 financial crisis where people didn't have the money to go get the, need, the, the, the care they needed, so they ended up dying. Or they didn't get the care they needed early enough. Guys, these, look, by focusing on ourselves, by ensuring that we are in a stable position as much as we can, because I know that there are things that happen that are outside of our control, but by focusing on ourselves and not worrying about everybody else, the whole situation would have been better. If we had all focused on ourselves and we as a community, as a society, did not allow the, the country, the state government to close up businesses and we said, you know what, we're going to nullify what you just said and we're not going to care. We're just going to do what we want. Everybody did that. There's no way they'd stop us. If we focused on ourselves and not focused on hiding in our homes out of fear of getting other people sick. The situation would not have been nearly as bad as it was. The economy would not be in as dire of a strait as it is today. But by focusing on worrying about the older generation or whoever's getting sick and dying from this, we have destroyed the economy. While the stock market rises ever higher and rich people continue to get richer, everyone else struggles. 33 million people are already enrolled on unemployment and the unemployment the official unemployment numbers are coming in lower than that, but they haven't caught up yet. Those official numbers are lagging 
behind, I think, the, the real number. And I don't even think the people that are unemployed, the people who are enrolled in unemployment is an accurate number. I think there's more people that are out of work even more so than that. And that's saying 33 million. This is bad. And the whole thing about the rich getting richer and the poor getting poorer type of thing, again, that's a great topic, and I would love to get into that and explain why that happens. I think I have a very, very good explanation that explains why the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. But again, that's another topic for another time, perhaps next the, the next episode. But by focusing on ourselves, by focusing on our businesses, by focusing on our families, by focusing on us me and mine, you and yours, the whole COVID-19 situation would have been handled very differently. But it's not too late. We can turn this around. But we need to start focusing on me and mine. Open, you know, start going back to work. Get back to work. Start opening up your businesses again. You know, the governments, they, you know, protest for them to lift the restrictions and to do it now, not do it slowly. Or just nullify what they're doing and go back and do it anyways. Yeah, you, you should make sure that you have a, a sheriff who's not going to uh, fine you or throw you in jail. But again, we need to focus on ourselves. By focusing on ourselves, we'll make the whole thing better. And the whole world operates better. With, even if there was no COVID-19 you know, garbage going around. Focusing on ourselves and not acting as if we're all in this together would make the world a better place. It really would. Focusing on our own self-interest, improving our lives, and as our lives improves, others' lives will improve as well. That's the beauty of of focusing on our own self-interest. That's the beauty of you. A lot of people, you, you see this in Hollywood all the time, where they make it sound like focusing on your own self-interest makes you sound like a selfish jerk. But it depends on what you mean by that, right? A lot of times they're talking about it as if the person is being selfish. I say there's a difference between self-interest and selfishness. Focusing on your own self-interest, if it is in fact your own self-interest, will not only benefit you, will benefit others as well. But you didn't do it to benefit others. You did it to benefit yourself. But it will definitely have profound effects on everyone that's in your, your life. They will see you. They will see the success that you've been able to have. They will be inspired. You will have money to where you can help anyone who struggles with the finances, with jobs. Maybe you'll be able to employ them. Maybe... You know, you'll be able to let them live in your big house, you know, that you were able to achieve because of how successful you were. And more importantly than anything else, as a Christian, I believe that it's better to teach a man how to fish than to give him a fish. So if you've learned a way to become successful, you can teach that to your friends, to your family. Maybe to some person that you met on the street that you liked a lot and you're like, you know what? I'm going to do you a favor. I'm going to show you what I do because you got a great attitude, whatever, but focusing on your own self-interest on yourself, that's how that's going to get, that's how we're going to get there. That's how we're going to get it to a better society. We're not going to get to a better society by, you know, altruism. We're not going to get to a better society by saying that 
you know, we're all in this together. So we all got to pool ourselves together to help each other out. No. No. You focus on you and yours. I'll focus on me and mine. And by doing so, that's how we all get through this. That's how this problem gets sorted. That's how we make this situation and the world a better place. By focusing on our own self-interest. You know, I, I, again, I hope that was pretty clear. I hope that wasn't overly confusing. I certainly didn't intend for it to be confusing or anything of the sort. I, I really didn't intend for it to be that way. So I really hope that I, I explained it in a good way. Again, I'm not trying to say you be a jerk, close up your doors, you know, um, don't help anybody, don't have any interaction, you know, don't do That's not what I'm saying. Okay. But by focusing on yourself, you know, and your family and your relatives and by focusing on any, and even more specific, by focusing on you and making sure that your finances are okay, your health is okay, you will help other people in the process. So I hope I just described that well. I hope I explained it well. Um, did my best. So hope you guys got a lot out of it. If you liked this episode, make sure to download, make sure to share the show. If you think you know someone who's going to enjoy this content, then hey, share it. I always like to ask you guys to share it with three people. Share it with someone you think will love it, someone you're not really sure about, and someone that you think is going to not really like it. You're not really sure, but you don't think they're going to like it. So share it with three people. Also, make sure to give us a rating and review on iTunes. And if you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to like the video, subscribe to the channel, and go check out all the other stuff that we got going on. You know, I have my New Millennium Wealth website at newmillenniumwealth.com. You know, I'll go ahead and post all the stuff in the description. You want to follow me, you want to get me, you know, find me on Pinterest, Twitter, Facebook, all of that will be posted down below. But please help me grow this message of financial freedom and economics and independence to anyone who's willing to listen. I think it's an empowering idea because we don't focus on all these external factors we can't control. We focus on what we can control. And what we can control is us and improving our lives. And if we improve our life, others around us will get the benefit of that to some extent. All right, guys, if you'll do all that for me, I'll see you guys in the next episode. As always, know the risks, plan accordingly, and have a great day.